Hey everybody, this is John Swan, and I'm going to be your host for this special bonus edition of The Hive Jive. This bonus episode is brought to you by Wicked Bee. Let's uh, let's get an update on your stuff, because you actually, you've got two brand new hives that you purchased, and mm-hmm. you guys have got them set down out there, so mm-hmm. let's let's check in with Ken's hives. We just, uh, well, you came out and did an inspection on them, and uh, first thing, John says, Ken, yeah, we need more bees in here. So take them four frames out, move that fifth frame over. We're going to pull them out, put them in the freezer, freeze them up out of both of them, and put those empty, uh, drawn-out brood or deep frames in there so we can give that queen something to do and start laying hive, or laying eggs. I'd like to see a queen lay hives. That, that, would, that would be a trick. <laughs> but lay eggs so we get more winter bees. Yeah. So when we went through and we looked, the the one colony, okay, so both colonies had something very mm-hmm. similar. If we were to go into winter tomorrow, with the, the from the food perspective, those colonies are spot on, ready to go. Oh, yeah, they're full. Yeah. I mean, they had brood. I mean, they had... Uh, they had an uh, entire... They had pollen. They had... Well, they had an entire medium full of honey Com- like 10 frames yeah. completely full of honey capped mm-hmm. all the way through and then and the brood box has a bunch of it yeah too. the brood box had another like minimum four if not five frames of capped honey in it which was really kind of crazy and that's why we decided mm-hmm. to take stuff out because when we went through and we looked at it the one colony we'll say that the colony on the right had it had more bees in it and they were actively laying there was there was quite a good mm-hmm. brood pattern and everything going on in there and they looked really decent but there i mean it was chocked full of food yep and if you took into account the cells that are currently occupied by capped brood mm-hmm. everything that was capped honey and all the cells of pollen mm-hmm. there literally wasn't anywhere else for the queen to do no, anything no it wasn't either one of them yeah and for us we do have a fall flow now mm-hmm. for those of you listening up north unfortunately you don't have a fall flow a lot of times it's it's really those southern states that'll get that secondary fall flow so if we were up north this would be great we we still wanted to keep laying and, and right. everything but they've got all the food that they would need mm-hmm. so that's awesome but down here we have that fall flow coming in which means they're going to fill what tiny little bit of space they have left with the nectar and stuff from the fall flow, and that could cause a problem. So we took out, uh, what was it, three or four? Four. Took we took four out, four out four, four out of both. deep frames from both of these mm-hmm. hives that were capped solid. Mm-hmm. We took those out, and we replaced them with drawn comb that was empty. So mm-hmm. now the queen can extend over in there, and she can keep laying and, mm-hmm. and get more bees in these colonies, and then we can turn around and be better prepared for the... <laughs> be better prepared for the curse splash. Mm-hmm. Um for the fall flow and, and for winter that was upcoming. Now, that second colony, when we went through and looked at it, that one was a, it wasn't as good off as the first one. It still had a ton of food. They both, oh, yeah, they got plenty of food. They both had the equal amount of food. Yeah. But that other one was getting really close to being almost what we would call pollen-bound, which mm-hmm. is not something you necessarily hear as often. You hear honey-bound and things like that or nectar-bound, but they can actually get pollen-bound as well, and that's when you have tons of pollen where they're literally filling up entire frames of pollen. Yeah. And once pollen is in a cell and they've created it into bee bread, they will not relocate it. They're not going to dig it all out and move it to another cell. It's there until they use it and it's gone. So if they're not using it, it's just there. And that's a cell that can no longer be used for something else. So 
we did the same thing in that one. We we took a bunch of frames out, put in some empty cells, empty frames that was drawn comb mm-hmm. so the bees could go through and, and do their work and do their magic. But that second one, it didn't have quite as many bees in it as I would have liked to have seen. No. Um, it, was, it was definitely lighter compared to the other one as far as bee population-wise. But the... Um, what about your? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so and then the trailer hive. Yeah, um, the trailer hive. It was doing good. We mm-hmm. did put a video out there for everybody, and we showed they had some queen cells. Which mm-hmm. by this point, those queen cells actually should be done. They should have hatched. So, I hadn't opened it up yet. I was waiting on you to come back out there. Yeah, you should have a virgin queen in there at this point who dispatched. Now, did you only leave one queen cell, or did you take them all out? Actually, what we did. So the four Left that were the two. Well, the four that were in the video. We took all of those out except for one that was just getting started. And then we put in that new frame of eggs that came Mm -hmm. from the other colony that we liked. Mm -hmm. And we put that in there so they had more options. So the hope was they're actually going to go over and really start raising queen cells off of that other frame. Mm -hmm. And then if not, if they just if they chose not to, sometimes they'll actually if you put in eggs from a foreign colony, they'll go chew them all out of there and just remove them. But we did leave that one just in case, in yeah. case it was an emergency situation. So um, hopefully they've gone through, they've raised the new queen at this point, and she is loose in there. She'll be going out on mating flights here soon, um, probably this coming week. So that's a good thing. But your two original Langstroths that you started off with this spring are unfortunately both gone. Yep, they're both gone. And the the first one straight up died out, mm-hmm. and it was we we did find mites and we found deformed wing virus in one of them, but we found mites in both of them, and we went ahead and we treated with Apigard. Yep. And and it'd it been a hundred plus t- degrees every day. Yeah, B. Oh, it was no. it was either the fact that the standard tray was too much of a treatment for that small of a colony, mm-hmm. or that the Colonies did not have enough ventilation, even though we had the entrance bars out of there. We had the the lid raised a little bit on the one. Yep. Um, but still, the the first one that was a little bit worse off, that one crashed out and died, which we yep. told you guys about a little yep. a little bit back after the treatment. And then the second one, once we put the treatment in there, it really just never picked back up. Nope. And I went out there and looked at it once, found the queen, and you know there was at the time. Uh, maybe a hundred bees in there and a mm-hmm. queen, mm-hmm. and we went through and we looked at it, and it was not doing really anything nope. like what we would have wanted. So mm-hmm. we turned around and we gave them some more food, and they weren't even drinking the food. There nope. were so few bees in there, they weren't even really pulling it in. Nope. And they they did have like three frames of capped food stores that they had brought in from the spring and mm-hmm. the in the summer there, and they were still guarding it. They they weren't having any issues getting robbed, even though there was a small population. But they weren't bringing anything else in. You'd give them that jar of sugar to try to help stimulate them. We had the pollen it. out there. Yeah, they, they just wouldn't do anything. I think the ants were eating it more than the bees were. Yeah, there was a lot of sugar ants mm-hmm. when we went out there. So we went out to do another inspection on this, and I went through all 10 frames, front to back, mm-hmm. multiple times. There was no queen inside that box. Uh-uh. There were no eggs inside the box. There was no larvae. So she either died out. And did it at a time during the summer dearth where they could not have made any new queens because there were no eggs in there. But she was gone. So that wasn't good. And we had to decide what we were going to do because we have these resources we want to salvage. And we ended up taking the trailer hive, Mm -hmm. the swarm that was in there that's getting ready to raise a new queen. Mm -hmm. And we took that hive, the entire thing. We moved it out to the other spot, your other apiary where Mm -hmm. you've got your, your permanent hives. And we combined it with the colony that mm-hmm. at that point only had like 30 bees left in it. 
And so that way they can go through. We we still kept them in one single deep. Yep. And we rotated out frames so that we got all of the larvae, all of the brood from the swarm hive in there, from the uh, the trailer hive, got all that in there, got all the food stores in there, and then gave them, made sure they had open cells that they could go through and lay in and, and mm-hmm. grow and got it all combined. And so now they're situated in their new location, and hopefully that one will take off and do well. That's a pretty good, that was a pretty good bunch of bees in yeah. that one. And then they made, what do you call them? You called one a swarm cell, or you're making swarm bee? Well, queen. yeah, so they there was two things in that video, and one of them was just an observation. So you had two emergency queen cells at the mm-hmm. bottom, and then up at the top you had one emergency queen cell, and those three queen cells were all already capped. Right. But off of the side of that queen cell... They built the wax up and built around it, and they started making queen cups on the sides of that. Mm-hmm. And what I was trying to point out in there was that those three open cells that you saw at the top right. on that nub coming out, those would not be considered emergency cells because those were bell cups made specifically for a queen on an extension or an extrusion of, of wax that was pointing out there. Mm-hmm. And so those, if they put eggs in there and they raise queens from that, those would be swarm cells. Not emergency cells. And the trick, though, is that those are still technically, if you look at the whole frame, Mm -hmm. those are still in the middle of the frame, in the middle of the comb. And so a lot of times people will look at that and they'll be like, oh, well, that's an emergency cell. But you have to pay attention to what the wax is doing, because if the wax comes up and has any peaks or anything like that, and Mm -hmm. then they've made that bell cup and created a queen cell from those Mm -hmm. ridges or those grooves, Mm -hmm. that is not an emergency cell. That is an actual swarm cell that is intended for the queen to lay in. And so that's a, it's just a little bit of a nuance there because yes, it is in the middle of the frame, but for it to be a true emergency cell, it has to be a cell that had a larva in it that they actually backfilled with the royal jelly, floated the larva up and then extended, turned and pulled down that cell right out of the middle of the comb. But if there's already some sort of outcropping there and there was a bell cup on it, that is a swarm cell, not an emergency cell. Now, if we have several... Did you take everything out but one? Or did you leave two? Well, I took everything out but the one. Okay, the one. But we gave them a whole new frame of eggs and larvae. Yeah. So they will turn around and they're going to make more on that Mm -hmm. frame. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we'll you'll still get it, you're, you're going to end up with a queen. Yeah, yeah. yeah ultimately, which and is and if the, if it's a queen from the rock hive, that's a hell of a good bunch of bees. Yeah, they're doing really good, and that was the frame that we took out of there. So the rock hive is actually doing awesome. Um, they were the ones we sent the video of there towards the end where we were showing you. Actually, I think it was the first video we sent, uh, and. <laughs> it they're they're covered in bees they're mm-hmm. looking great we found the queen it was the one that i pointed the queen out mm-hmm. and she's nice and fat and plump and everything was looking really good with that one they had solid frames of capped brood and solid frames of larva and eggs so we went ahead and just took one of those because at the time when i first showed up out there we weren't sure still if the rock hive or sorry if the trailer hive getting all these funny hive names confused <laughs> um, if the trailer hive had a queen or not Right. And so we were going to go through and and give them a frame of eggs just Mm -hmm. in case. But then Mm -hmm. when I opened it up and looked, well, then we found the queen cells and we found the cap cells. And we opened them up. I opened a couple of them up and showed you what the actual larva looks like when it's extending out. They hadn't made it. They had literally just been capped because they were still in larva form. They hadn't started the pupation yet. Um, So that was it was really interesting, though. But your rock hive's doing well. Oh, yeah. Uh, The two we'll call them rescue hives that are out there in the quarantine area. Mm-hmm. Those two hives are still doing well. And, oh, yes, and they growing. are. So yeah. 
that would give you, let's see, so you got the two out there now at the, the quarantine yard. Mm-hmm. You've got the rock hive there mm-hmm. closer to the cabins of the house. And then we've got the trailer hive, which has been moved out mm-hmm. with the others. So that's four technically Langstroth hives there. And the two that we And just... then you just bought those other two. Yep. So now you've got six, six. of the, the Langstroths, and then you've got your two top bars. And I just ordered... Uh, oh, packages for next year. Six packages for next year. That's right. You got some and we'll be pouring in. those into full drawn out brood boxes and the medium on top of them. We'll put the medium on later. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you yeah, never want to overdo yeah. the space, well, but yeah, they're going to start off in. Uh, we may actually. It depends on on how we want to go through and do this. We can put them in the eight frame boxes, the eight right. frame deeps with the drawn comb. Put them in there. Put the queen excluders on. Put the cage in. Call it all good, and then let them expand and take that over. That should be mm-hmm. perfectly fine. Um, we could potentially even put them into nuke boxes too into those nukes and let them raise raise and grow and get strong in there before we actually transfer them over into the deeps. It just we got depends. that one wood nuke box, or we got those plastic. Well, you probably got plenty of nuke boxes. Right, but there's also those double nukes that uh, we're looking at getting as well, those yeah, double I'm boxes. Fixing to, I'll bring a couple of those home so you can see them. Yeah, <laughs> we are talking about. Okay, this is what we need so to. We we jumped all the way past winter into next year. So anyhow, um, you know, pulling those eight frames out of those two hives, I froze them like you told me to. I put them in those uh, plastic nuke boxes, mm-hmm. stuck them in there, and. I'm going to have a bunch of stuff to put in. And we can rebuild a couple of hives real quick if they have a hard time this winter. Could, yes. Yeah, yeah we could. We've got, we we definitely have some of the saved resources. All of those frames that we took out that were capped honey out of the deeps, uh, we turned around and we froze all of those. Yeah, yeah. So we have a minimum of eight deep frames, solid capped of probably a mix of nectar and sugar syrup and stuff from, from fall feeding. But uh, that are now stored and frozen. So if any of the hives start having problems come January, February, we have additional emergency yes. food stores we can put in there. Although as much as they're, well, I hadn't been feeding them sugar water since since you come out there and chewed me out. But I didn't chew you out. <laughs> you always make it sound like I'm going to get my rear chewed out here. But, uh, I'm going to be in trouble. Uh, Only who thing- makes the red pollen? Well, uh, this time of year, I don't know. Early, early, early in the spring, though, uh-huh. like the, what was in those frames? Yeah, that's most of that is coming from your oh, blue that's bonnets. Real pollen, then. Yeah, that's coming from blue bonnets. Okay, because um, okay. the blue bonnet early in the spring makes that it makes a almost ruby red yeah. pollen to it, and that is the majority of what was in those frames that were almost pollen bound was just solid red pollen all the way through it. And then mine were yellow. Yeah, yours were ultra. neon yellow because it was the ultra bee. <laughs> ultra bee. And they are eating. Oh, the other day I, I poured out a big bunch. I was putting it in the at uh, fifty pound container that's that you can lock down. Yeah. And I dumped a bunch of it on the ground because of bag ripped. Oops. Oh no. They can't. You don't fix have to worry you. about oops. They were even sifting the dirt getting it yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> so I did check. Um, we've got the state apiary inspection service coming out to inspect the hives tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I will be out at the main apiary with the Texas State Apiary Inspection Service doing our yearly inspections on the hives. Um, so that'll be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. But I, yeah. I was out there yesterday, and the the massive pollen feeder is finally almost empty. 
There's really? still some of them in there that are trying to vacuum up the tiniest last mm-hmm. little bits of debris off of the bottom of it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, just throw the sack down there. Well, They'll clean the sack out. I don't know that I'm going to refill it because also all of the goldenrod out there is starting to bloom. So, you know, you sent me those pictures of goldenrod yesterday. We don't have nothing like that. I'm sorry. I mean, we have nothing <laughs> like that. I don't know. I really hope that that means that you have either bitterweed or uh, broomweed or something out there. Um, we got broomweed. Yeah, because we got that, bitterweed. that stuff is going to help bring in some fall pollen and fall yeah. nectar and stuff for you. But without that goldenrod, the goldenrod is the mega powerhouse. And my main apiary out there, the honey apiary, is sitting on about 40 acres of that. <laughs> So we ain't got nothing like that. Yeah, it's fields of yellow, uh, and then I guess I'll have to trees. get out there and plow and put some in. <laughs> I know that you know it may not. It maybe it doesn't like granite gravel. It might not. It could. It could absolutely be something. You're to do probably with the foil, in soil. black soil yeah. where you're at. Yeah, that apiary is east of 35. So that that's the escarpment pass where it changes from prairie land to hill country, and you're out more into the hill country. Yeah, You've got I mean, more of the rocky yeah. soil, mm-hmm. and then on the other side, we we have it's more floodplains and prairie land and stuff. So it's we probably don't better have soil. that in Mason either, and it's granite soil over there too. Well. But I've never seen anything look like that. Yeah, I've that, noticed that. That's pretty. That was goldenrod. We'll post a picture on there for you guys so you can see what the, the first starting blooms of the goldenrod are going to look like out there. And then as the season progresses, it gets really pretty. I'll take a lot of pictures of it and put it out there a bit. It's time for our guys to buzz off. But don't fret. The Hive Jive journey continues with new episodes Mondays every month. Until then, you can follow along with the guys on Facebook and Instagram at The Hive Jive. Thanks for listening and be safe out there.